Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Welcome to CP Time, the only show that's for the culture. Today, we'll be discussing black superheroes. Iconic characters like Falcon, War Machine, Cyborg, and the dude at Church's Chicken who puts onion rings in your bag of fries. That brother uses his powers for good. Black superheroes are not new. In fact, they've been squeezing into spandex for decades. They did as far back as 1936, when cartoonist Jay Jackson created Speed Jackson in the Chicago Defender newspaper. Speed Jackson was a former track star at Howard University who was an excellent fistfighter, which may not sound powerful compared to today's superheroes with their laser eyes and sticky spider hands, but you have to think about it like sports. Today's best athletes are the pinnacle of human physicality, while the best athletes from the 1930s were just the ones with the least polio. Times change. Jackson used his abilities to fight against fascists during the war and right the wrongs of a racist society, which is tough because superpowers don't help when you fight in systemic racism. Doesn't matter if you have the strength of 10 men if none of those men can get a mortgage. In 1947, black superheroes made the leap from comic strip to comic book with Lion Man a cat-themed superhero who protected the world's largest uranium deposit in Africa's Gold Coast. Although a cat may not have been the best animal to defend a valuable resource. Sure, cats are fast and agile, but you're getting there doing one of those 22 hours that they're asleep, and that uranium is yours. Lion Man was created by Oren Evans, who intended his comic to counter the racial distortions seen in other comics. Although, if he was trying to avoid racial stereotypes. I think it's fair to say the results were mixed. Look at Lion Man right there, shirtless with the loincloth and an arrow through his butt. And somehow that is still the least problematic character on the cover. Despite how it looks today, Lion Man was still groundbreaking as an all black written and illustrated comic. Even if now the cover looks like Tucker Carlson tried to draw Africa. In the 1970s, there was an explosion of black superheroes. Characters like Black Lightning, Black Vulcan, and Black Goliath. Basically, if you were trying to create an African-American hero in the 70s, you put the word black in front of whatever was lying around you in the apartment. This week, Black Chandelier battles it out against his arch nemesis, Black Candy Rapper. But the most popular of these superheroes was the newest member of the X-Men, Storm. 
an African priestess who could control the weather to keep the rain from messing up her hair. Storm was a landmark character for both black and female representation in comics. And on top of that, she's definitely the best X-Man. You know I'm right, who's better than Storm? Rogue, what's her power? If I hold my boyfriend's hand too long, he'll die. Wolverine is indeed strong, except for when he has to go through TSA. Professor X can read minds, but that means he also sees all the kinky sex stuff his enemies are thinking. Good luck defeating Magneto when you know how much he loves feet. By the 1990s, black superheroes were making it to the big screen. In 1993, Robert Townsend directed The Media Man, a film about a mild-mannered teacher who was hit by a radioactive media and got superpowers. And I must say, it's bold to name yourself after the worst thing that's ever happened to you. My superhero name would be Sheila Lefton Man, with the power to eat one whole can of tuna over the sink. You were right, Sheila. I can't do better. In 1998, Marvel bet on black with the Blade franchise. Wesley Snipes starred as a vampire hunter to great box office success. And Blade was a powerful mamma jamma. He managed to be that cool while wearing the same sunglasses as Guy Fieri. That's also why there's no vampires in Flavortown. Blade became a household name and the first major theatrical success for Marvel, setting off a wave of Marvel films to come in the next two decades because Wesley Snipes proved that no one's powerful enough to defeat Marvel heroes, except for the IRS. <laughs> Please don't punch me, Wesley Snipes. Big fan. Now black superheroes are everywhere, even taking over the mantle of formerly white heroes. We have an African-American Green Lantern, Iron Man, Captain America, and Spider-Man. No black Bruce Wayne, though. That requires too much generational wealth. Well, that's it for CP time. And remember, before the co- What's that? It's the CP signal. Someone needs a folksy man to come and tell them about black history. I'm on my way, Florida. To the CP mobile. I need some gas money for the CP mobile. It take letter, I can't afford it. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.